Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to episode 20 of Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Taff, and I'm joined by my co-host, the midge to my Barbie, Megan Spangler. Yes, you got me feeling like a cowgirl. We riding. <laughs> Today, we are discussing <laughs> our breakdown and reactions to the polarizing secret invasion finale. Strap in, everyone. This is going to turn into a Marvel therapy session, one that I've been waiting for all week because I feel the MCU hurt us and I need to talk about it. So let's dive in. Let's do this. All right. So we just had the Secret Invasion finale air last week, and I've just got a lot of feels about it. Um, <laughs> so much happened, yet so little happened, and it was just... It was just, it was just a lot. I don't know. Megan, what was your, before we dive into like the breakdown of what we thought, like Megan, what was your like just vague opinion about the episode? So just for you guys to know, me and Max do not discuss the episode before the recording. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> so it's, it, it's so funny to me <laughs> that you said it's going to be a therapy session. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited. Uh, I thought... What kind of finale was that? You gave us nothing. Really, really nothing. And it was even a shorter episode. And nothing was revealed. Nothing really happened except Rava Scroll Roadie died. It, what was that? I, this, this should have been an introductory kind of series this wasn't this was not a complete series i i don't understand their mentality unless this leads directly into another movie but it's gonna be a while till we see that so we're all gonna be pissed for a while <sighs> oh my god i totally agree i'm so happy we're on the same page god <laughs> i really i i oh my god I just want to start off by saying that Marvel could have easily had the greatest piece of media to grace our screens in a while. <laughs> Instead, we got six Absolutely. episodes and a 37-minute finale of bullshit. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Oh, my God. The first clue to me was as soon as I was like so excited, I woke up in the morning. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the finale before work. I'm so excited. This is my time. Like, it's finally here. As soon as I saw that 37-minute time on the episode i was like oh we're fucked like this is not gonna be good people are gonna hate this <laughs> i was like i just have a very bad feeling but let's give it a chance and then i just rolled with it and i was right i was like nope this just was not it i mean i i'll, I'll tell you i've always defended the disney plus shows because i honestly believed yeah. people were always way too harsh on them and wow this time i just i just can't i this one was rough um and yeah, like Megan said, we have held off on discussing so we can keep it fresh for you guys. And it's just, yeah, I, Megan and I have a lot to unpack. And the funny thing is I asked Megan, you know, after the episode came out, I was like, oh, Megan, you know, show me like a thumbs up or a thumbs down emoji to like how you felt about the finale. And she was such, she was so good. She was, she sent me both. <laughs> and I, it just like gave me nothing. She was, she was really strong. She, cause I was dying to like talk to her about it. Well, because. You know that there's the high you have after you see a Marvel project. You're still mm -hmm. like, I'm just happy I watched it. So you, you still have that going. But then it starts to hit you and you're like, why would they do that to me? 
I know. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> it's like, I'm so faithful to you guys. Why would you hurt me this, this way? Oh, my God. I and know. It, it was Preach. just like, as soon as it came out, our one of our fellow admins, Clayton, messaged me and said, it's 37 minutes, by the way. And that's what I went to sleep to. I didn't stay up to watch it because it was 3 a.m. And I was like, it, it's going to suck. And I didn't even, I didn't watch it in the morning either. I waited till later that night. And I was like, okay, grand. This is great. I know. Nothing, nothing happened. Oh my God. I know. I just, uh, I don't I, I feel like, I feel like I, what my overall reaction to the series as a whole was that I enjoyed the journey and then that finale just like left it on a really sour note and just kind of spoiled the whole thing. Like I have, I usually watch the episodes twice. I won't, I didn't even rewatch it. I was just like so mad. I was so mad and I don't get like this. This is so funny. I don't get like this. Never gotten like this. Never. Oh my God. And I I, I swear, like I remember people hating on like Loki, people hating on Miss Marvel, people hating on She-Hulk. And I thoroughly enjoyed all those shows. I found good in each of them. I found, you know, value in each of them. This just, man, they did Nick Fury dirty. And I just, I don't know. I was not pleased. At all those scenes, I thought we're going to amount to something. I guess we're just like poor directing choices, I guess. So much potential squandered. I don't know. I think their biggest issue is that they named it Secret Invasion for, I want to say it's a six-part comic run to put in six episodes, barely six episodes. And we, nothing happened with the scrolls. They're still there. Oh my God. We're, we're exactly. We're, the thing is like, this could have been like an, a Nick Fury introductory. Okay. My dream, my dream would have been, this would have been an introductory into a scroll phase. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. But like, nothing happened. And, I love death. We all know that. But <laughs> you just made Talos, Talos and Maria Hill's death for nothing. Oh, my God. Nothing I know. came out of it. Not a damn thing. They're just. Mm. We, we're not judging if you guys did like it. If you did, I'm so happy. There were aspects to the end of episode that I do like that I will get into. Mm-hmm. Just know this is this is our raw thoughts right now. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Oh, my God. Maria Hill and Talos. Man, such build up for those characters and just such a waste. I mean, God, I feel like we've been watching Maria Hill since the Avengers, like watching her character grow. And I mean, not grow, but we've just we've had her around for so long. I feel like for them to have done this to her, like just discarded her so casually in the first episode and not bring it back up or, you know, address or have like any sort of reemergence that it just did her so dirty. If I were Kobe Smolders, I would have been so disappointed. I'm surprised that she went on the press like tour with the rest of the cast. I mean, she she did a couple of different Why press did things. She? Yeah, I was thinking the same. Like, like what? And Ross did too. And I was like, "What are you doing? You were just nothing in, in this in the show." <sighs> and the thing is like Maria Hill was a comforting character. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she didn't provide much in the MCU Agents of Shield, yeah, but didn't give us much. But she was a comfort character. She yeah. was there. If she was there, uh, whoever the good guy was, they're gonna win. If she was there, Nick Fury was there. It, it was just, it was always good to see her. Of course. And they just killed her first episode, and it. I I don't understand. And why did every episode have her name in it? it 
I feel like uh, I feel like there were so many things that they could have done differently with this show. But let's let's dive in and we'll we'll discuss like all of our our thoughts on all that towards yeah. the end. But let's kick it off with um the initial portion of the episode, Gravik versus Gaia. Um, what were your thoughts on the Super Scroll fight, Megan? Like, why don't you like take us into that? I that was actually my favorite part and probably mm-hmm. the redeeming part of this episode. Gaia, first of all, when Gaia is disguised as Nick Fury, I was like, Nick Fury is looking a lot like a bitch right now. Like, I don't know why you're coughing. I don't know what's breaking down in you. But, like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he, towards the end, I was like, that's not Nick Fury. As soon as he agreed with Gravik saying, you're right, I did do that. I was like, that's not Nick Fury. Turns out it wasn't. It was Gaia, who I love, by the way. <laughs> like, I love her. We saw that she is a super scroll, like Gravik was. And mm-hmm. we even saw all the different powers from the Avengers and people and, and characters I did not think would happen. Like, I did not think Mantis would show some powers in her. I know. That, that was, I didn't see that coming. So she has every power of the Avengers. Does that make all the Avengers useless now? Such a good question. Um, I don't. I, I don't think she has quite everyone's powers because I, I've watched a couple of breakdowns of like the scene where they're going through the names on the computer, and it wasn't everyone. Um, I will say she. I mean, it, it is most of them though. I mean, I know <laughs> you see like as part of the harvest, it was like Captain Marvel, Ghost. Captain America, Mantis, Drax, Korg, Hulk, Valkyrie, Thor, Gamora, um, Groot, which we knew already, and the Winter Soldier. Um, You know, it also included villain DNA such as Thanos, the Black Order, Corvus, Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Cole Obsidian, and Ebony Maw, um, and the Shatari even. So I just, and I know also Black Panther was thrown in there that someone posited, and you can see on the side of the screen Black Panther's DNA listed as well. Um, it just, yeah. it was so much and, and also the abomination. Yeah. It just, she's so overpowered and I know everyone's saying the yeah. same thing. Um, she's got just everything and yeah, it's true. I mean, what, what's the point of having, having anybody else if guy is around like, oh, you know, it's kind of, it kind of gives you almost like a Superman kind of vibe because a lot of people always think Superman's very overpowered. But now we've got Gaia, who's literally got, like, all the powers. So it's just, like, she's the definition of overpowered. Well, I can't understand their thought process on having Captain Marvel's powers in her when a big, big complaint about Captain Marvel is that she's overpowered. So you made her Captain Marvel and then gave her a bunch of other ones. It's like, okay, then what's (laughs) the point? Then what's the point of the other heroes? Why did you do that? They should have not add, had every single one of these. Should have been Captain Marvel. They should have taken a few key ones. Like, you could have had Ghost. You could have had Mantis. Um, Hulk. Thor. You can have the, a few. You can't have them all. And, uh, like, what is Korg doing in there? How did you get Korg DNA? He's a rock. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have so many questions and they'll never be answered, but uh, I think I could have done better with this personally. No offense, Marvel, but like (sighs) I could have done better. 
I totally agree. I, I just find that whole harvest thing to be so ridiculous. Just the, the, the expectations that they set up with the harvest and with the show in general. Um, and not only that, just the whole the whole concept of the harvest was weird. It was just like, oh, every every Avengers DNA, I've got it in this weird little vial of clear liquid that makes no sense. But OK, we'll roll with that. Um, just from the beginning, the whole thing just didn't didn't click well with me but i was willing to give it a chance just to kind of see like how it played out um yeah this particular portion of the storyline would have been a little bit more believable if maybe nick fury had them like you know divided into several different vials and he only gave one to gravic yeah because also at the same time like nick fury was really gambling with the fate of the universe here i mean imagine if gaia hadn't been able to stop gravic like if gravic had overpowered her i mean Gravic would have gotten loose, would have destroyed Earth, done whatever to the Korea. You know what I mean? Like, it would have just been, that was a huge risk that he was just willing to take. And it just didn't, that, I don't know. A lot of things in Secret Invasion just don't make sense to me. And I kept waiting for them to, like, something to click. I've mentioned it in the past few episodes since we started covering it. But nothing ever did. Nothing ever clicked. It just didn't make sense, I guess. I don't know. Lazy. Well, they're... I think they would have been so much better off if they did not do the Super Scrolls. Because in the comics, the Super Scrolls is the Fantastic Four's powers. Mm-hmm. If they would have waited till the Fantastic Four was here, we wouldn't have got this mess. You didn't have to do a Super Scroll. You could have just introduced us to the scroll problem to find some to figure out a solution. You didn't have to do all this. You didn't have to have Gravic. You didn't have you could have killed him another way. You know, like they really shoved so much into this show just so it could already be done like a checking a box like all right we did that already what's next well i want this done over again because i hate it i know and also how they never explain how did gaia get super scroll powers she had them before she had we saw extremists but we don't see her and nick fury linking up and using this using the vial for her too so how did she get it and how did how is she stronger than gravic i don't get it so that's actually an interesting point um that you make yeah because you're 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 onto something with that i mean I, i the way i interpreted it was that you know she was disguised as fury waiting for gravic to activate the machine and she was in there with him and gravic thought oh he's not a squirrel he can't um get powers but then she's like, aha, just kidding, it's me, Gaia. And she also got transformed <laughs> in the machine because she was also in there with Gravik when they both went through the whole process together. Yeah. But one thing I do think, based on what you said and something that I've kind of been toying around with, she almost had like more of a mastery of the powers beforehand because she kind of pulled yeah. out like some some wild cards um, as the battle went on. Um like man like using mantis's powers using ghosts powers i mean and she seemed to know what she was doing i think that she and fury kind of had a discussion beforehand about how like what powers she could be using once you know she goes through the process like i think he kind of gave her like a play-by-play like oh you know mantis does this you know ghost does this so use those powers to your advantage i think that that there was some kind of behind the scenes um conversation but again, I don't know, because I've been saying that about this whole show, and I was wrong about everything. So <laughs> I'm just salty at this point. I'm just salty. I think the biggest problem is we all assumed that there was moving parts happening during the show. 
but turns out there wasn't. It was really what we saw was what we were getting. And it was supposed to be a spy show about the spy Nick Fury mm-hmm. and scrolls that can change their appearance and shapeshift. And there was no big secrets. We all knew Rhodey was going to be a scroll when we saw Rhodey was going to be in the show. Mm-hmm. So what what was that? Like, oh, I know. I've never been this mad at a, at a Marvel show. And it's it's new territory. I, I, I know, like same. I know, me either. Yeah. I feel like one of these toxic fan people on on social media, and I really don't like that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be super negative with my opinion. Like Megan said before, if you enjoyed the show, you know, more power to you. We're happy you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it up until this point. But you know what? Now that I'm realizing, like going back and thinking about those times, I kept saying, oh, something's going on behind the scenes. I think that was just me trying yeah. to justify like the, the plot holes and the bad things that I was seeing and waiting for them to explain like why they were doing that. And they never did, which pissed me off even more. <laughs> but um, well, like, I don't know. I like I liked the show at the beginning and like I liked it until the fifth and sixth episode. I liked what they had going on. I liked Nick Fury. I, it, I think it was, it was suspenseful. Things were happening. We were learning new things about Nick Fury. And then it was like, here's the last two episodes. I hate you. And I know. that's what they told us. I know. I know. I was I was really rooting for this one to turn it around in the finale. And it just didn't. And it's so upsetting. Um, so, But, like, where did Ghost and Abomination come from? I didn't see them at the fight for Earth. Okay, so good question. Um, this is something that I was thinking about. At first, I was mad because I was like, where the hell did they get ghost DNA? Like, she wasn't even there. I was so pissed. Because the thing with that is, again, the harvest being very poorly thought out plot point, um, like a huge yeah. MacGuffin. Um, I was like, where did ghost and abomination come from? Because they were not there. Um, my understanding is that, you know, the way Gravit got Flora Colossus and Extremis and the Frost Beast, obviously those were things that S.H.I.E.L.D. had on file or that Fury had on file beforehand. Um, and they, they've obviously been working for Fury for the past 30 years. So they would have had their hands on those little things. They would have known where those types of things, you know, if those things existed, where to get them. Um, and I think that Ghost and Abomination, obviously Ghost was a S.H.I.E.L.D. mercenary for a long time. Um, she worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And they promised That's to true. fix her malfunctioning powers. At some point. So I'm guessing that during that time, they would have done tests on her and taken blood samples and whatnot. So they would have had that, you know, in the he, Nick Fury would have had that already. Abomination, same thing. You know, his DNA has probably been on file since back in um, the Incredible Hulk days, you know, 2008. We know S.H.I.E.L.D. and then the government all had Abomination um, in prison or incarcerated under their, you know, watch all this time until She-Hulk. So they had plenty of opportunities to get blood samples and DNA samples from him. So I think that that's kind of where it was. I just feel like they could have said that and it would have made more sense <laughs> just to say yeah. like, oh, ghost and abomination, like, you know, or like, you know, or to even just re recontextualize the harvest and say, oh, this is this has been Fury's secret stash from the beginning of DNA he's been collecting. And then, you know, he got a lot on the bat- during the Battle of Earth. They could have easily explained that and made it would have been copacetic. It would have been something the audience could have easily accepted and digested. And so they left it like so open and weird. I just, I don't know. I didn't like the way they did that. It was pretty obvious. They're like, all right, we need, 
her to go through when he throws a car at her. Mm -hmm. Who whose power does that? Ghost. We'll just say ghost. We'll figure it out. Speaking of that, good thing you mentioned that. Um, the car thing when they threw when um Gravik threw the car at Gaia and she phases. I swear to God, I knew it was ghost power because I recognized it and I was like, this is weird because the scene, the way it was shot, was so like poorly done i had to rewind it three times to understand what was happening because it looked like gaia almost went just like invisible because the car went like way over where she was supposed to be so it didn't look like it was even yeah. gonna hit her so i had, I literally had to rewind it like three times so i didn't realize it was ghost because like you said she went invisible i was like Are, is that their way of showing sue storm's powers mm -hmm. i was like that'd be kind of cool and then later they said it was realizing it was ghost i was like this is stupid I know. Y'all gave us six weeks. I had the same thought process as you did because I, I, it looked like ghosts powers the way she was phasing, but the way she kind of went just invisible and the car just like flew over her, it, it just didn't connect to me or connect for me at first. Um, and then I kind of realized I was thinking, oh, maybe that's where the frost beast powers come in because they hadn't really talked about that, even though they introduced it a couple episodes ago. Um, but then I guess I don't know. She, she, one of them turned their arm into an ice sword and i was like who the hell's yeah, powers are the, those and then that's the frost beast exactly that's kind of what i put together yeah but it just didn't make sense to me at the time i was like who the hell did that i mean i like that we can see all the powers i i thought that was cool but i don't like that it was done yeah it was a very it was the best scene in in the show in the episode but i was like you guys just made so many plot holes into one yeah and she's not even Abigail Brand. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. So I, I truly think there was another, a whole other show that was planned to make. And then they accidentally leaked that she was Abigail Brand. And they're like, uh-oh, figure something else out. That is what I think happened. And I am willing to put money on it. Because it makes no sense. I, I have so many thoughts on this, which we'll get to at the end of our breakdown. But I, I definitely think that they did a bunch yeah. of reshoots and re-edits after they decided to have Secret Invasion come before the Marvels. Um, and yeah. I just think that they... Because there were so many things from the trailers and, like, big things that seemed to be cut out. Like, there was a scene at D23 everyone was freaking out about. It was when um, they had a scene where the Department of Damage Control, which we don't even see in this show... Um, was collecting um, no. Hell Obsidian's hand that was severed off in Infinity War and just like different things like that. And then there was there were scenes that were supposed to take place in that room where all the bodies were that were that were humans that were taken over by scrolls. Um, there were scenes that were supposed to happen there that yeah. I didn't see. Just I, there, I think that Megan's right. There was a whole other show we were supposed to get that we didn't. And what we got was just not on par. It was not satisfying it was i felt it was disappointing so i don't know yeah i really think the delays had to do with it and they were like oh, we got to start over and that's what they gave us because you're right there were scenes we just didn't see there it, it made no sense and then nick fury uh samuel L. jackson put out that um he said this show has to happen for the marvels to happen and i don't see yeah. how I the only thing is that he's in space. That that's it. But that could have ended any show. It, so I do think there's something going on that we're we're supposed to see, and I don't think he saw the finished product. So he might not know either. 
yeah no i i totally agree i don't know what what's happening but it just it was not narrative wise it, it was not done properly and i think for a show or for a, a cinematic universe like the mcu that is so built up now and has you know so many different films and tv shows for them not to like explain these things better or to make sure that the narrative makes sense i mean there's people that haven't watched everything they just kind of have like a vague idea of the mcu they know more or less they've seen a few movies like when you don't make things make sense people are going to go into it like what the hell am i watching why does this matter what happened to this like why are you know what i mean like it's just going to confuse more of the audience yeah which i don't really love but yeah i don't know i i feel like some things were cool some things weren't i mean i know a lot of people are complaining about the cgi um for the fight scene between gaia and gravik and i mean i think the cgi was okay it wasn't bad quality to me, but it definitely left us with some odd visuals, like when Gaia's arm changed into, like, Drax's arm. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That was so bad. And CGI doesn't bother me, but that moment, I want to turn it off. Yeah, exactly. Like, the CGI didn't bother me, but just the visual was so yeah. weird. It was just, like, it looked like a baby, like a muscular baby or something, like, with Amelia Clark's head on, like, what's yeah. supposed to be Dave Batista's arm. God bless her. She's staring at this arm with I such know. wonder. And passion. Oh my God. That was, that was, oh, that was rough. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh no, this is not going to go well. Because I've never had an issue with CGI in a show. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me. It's a fantasy show. I get it. It's our, I already know it's fake. There's nothing, there's no glass being broken in my head. I'm aware that it's fake. But that one scene changed me as a person. Because, yeah, it's like, did you guys try at all? I don't know. So many odd decisions with this show. I mean, and then also let's talk about like how when Gravik went through that whole transformation, all of a sudden he was just like shirtless for no reason. Like, what the hell was that? And Gaia was like the <laughs> same size. So it didn't, that didn't make sense. Um, I will say though, Kingsley Benadir was incredible. Um great performance when he was yelling yes. at samuel jackson in that um the scroll the super scroll machine and just like grabbing his face i was like whoa that was like see there were certain things that i really enjoyed like his performance amelia clark's performance samuel jackson you know i mean samuel jackson was also incredible when you think about how he was playing gaia pretending to be nick fury pretending to be sick like from radiation poisoning like to trick gravic it yeah. was just it was he was really good as well. I mean, there were certain things that I enjoyed and that definitely kept me into the episode, but there's just so much that went wrong with this. I don't know. <laughs> I will say the actors did incredible. Mm -hmm. They gave it their all and they did it perfect at what they were given. But the show itself is the issue. I think Nick Fury I think Samuel L. Jackson, that was the best rendition of Nick Fury in the show that I've seen of Nick Fury. I liked how he did it. But it was just everything else. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, when you think about where does this leave Gaia, Amelia Clark is just so overpowered. The character is just so larger than life. I mean, I think she'll end up with issues in her abilities or something later on, and she'll maybe lose some or, like, you know, that that's how they'll solve that because it doesn't make sense for her to just be like, Oh, hi, I have everyone's powers. Like, and welcome me to the team. She could just refuse to use them altogether from an internal I guess. battle. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the only way that for, to me personally, in my own personal opinion, that it'll make sense in the future is if 
like let's say you know they explain later on that oh the powers didn't all take you know when they were transfused some of them like just kind of she couldn't act she couldn't do it anymore you know something like that she's only left with like certain skill sets um after which still make her a super scroll but also kind of like bring her down a couple pegs because honestly that's the bittersweet part of the whole thing i loved amelia clark as gaia i love amelia clark's character i love her acting i think she's so awesome i just i I don't know. I want to see yeah. her back, but I just want them to to like, you know, water her down just a bit, make her make sense a little because it's it's true like what's the point of anybody else if we've got Gaia here running around with every single power we've ever seen in the MCU? Yeah. Um I read somewhere and I'm trying to find it and I can't remember where I read it. Um but someone mentioned that the Super Scrolls powers can wear off. Mm. That it's not permanent. So that could be it. I mean, that would make sense if the vial kind of just works kind of like a steroid. Ooh. Just for that one time. That's a good idea. That See, there you go. That could fix it. Hopefully Marvel's listening right now because that could really solve a lot of issues. Marvel, I hope you're listening because, oh, my God. I, I've given you so much of my money. I know. <laughs> Why did you do this? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh... But I could honestly see, like, if 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 they could keep Gaia a Super Scroll and just give, keep her with like Extremis and maybe like the Frost Beast powers, like like Fire and Ice, I think that would be really cool. I think that would be awesome. Um, but like, I just I don't I don't see her having a long you know tenure in the MCU as this person that literally can just like do anything and have all these different powers because it just seems like it just seems stupid. It just seems kind of stupid. I don't know. I agree. I was so excited. I know. But <laughs> oh jeez. This is bullshit. I hope I hope that after this writer strike that a lot of lessons are learned and that they won't do shit like this. They won't go and change a whole show. That's my headcanon that this they just changed it midway. There's no way that's not this the case. And I hope with this writer strike that the writers are like uh they're like, yeah, we'll take it super seriously now. We're going to do everything you need. Everything's going to be perfect. Because I don't, it's not that I don't think they didn't take it seriously. I think they were overworked. I think so. So that could have something to do with it. It could. I mean, I, I just don't know. I feel like the normal attention to detail and care is missing. And I, I will say, you know, it kind of gives some credence to Bob Iyer's comments that he made just like last week or the week before where he said that, you know, maybe they need to tone down. I know. And maybe this is what he was talking about because we were just, we were so mad. We were like, oh, no, screw him. But you know what? After after this finale and after some of the films we've gotten <laughs> recently, because I'll be honest with you, I think Secret Invasion was more of a letdown, personally, my own opinion, than Love and Thunder. Like, I'd rather watch Love and Thunder than Secret Invasion again. Um, But like, Films like Love and Thunder, films like, um, you know, some people were complaining about Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which I personally really liked. But, you know, the normal attention to detail is definitely lacking. I think it's because they're trying to output so much. I think they really need to stick to a strategy where they have, okay, we have this many movies coming out this year. We'll throw in maybe one or two Marvel shows in the, in the off time just to keep people, you know, interested in going through it. And that's it. And that's honestly what I thought they were doing. But if they need to tone that down and make it like, you know, two movies a year, maybe like one or two series just to kind of, you know, do something like that. As sucky as it'll feel because they started off so strong with a lot of different projects. I mean, if this is necessary to get the quality back, I'm totally for it. 
I hope they listen to the fans this time because there is, I think the biggest thing about the MCU has always been the connectivity yeah. and that they can connect the dots like no other, that there's, con there's continuous, everything is just, it, it's just all sealed so perfectly. But it does seem like after seeing the show that whoever was in charge of planning and looking into the future and seeing what this show will affect, I think they were fired because they're not here anymore. Victoria Alonso. Oh my That'd God. Can you imagine? That would be wild. But it, the Bob Iger comments, I still, I don't take what he says seriously. I don't want to hear the super rich guy who said that the writer strike was just yeah. for nothing and that it was basically mm -hmm. just for attention. See, I don't believe a single thing you say. But, the shows haven't been on movie quality, which they're not going to be. They're, they're shows. But it's like they just keep getting a little less. I know. It's... Like, I loved She-Hulk, but it was not well-received by majority yeah. people. Uh, what else have we gotten? Moon Knight, actually. You know, I, I love Moon Knight. Knight. I loved a lot of them. Like, I love Miss Marvel. I, did too. I, I think that that was yeah. a really good show. A lot of care yeah. was put into it. I think that, I don't know, something just wasn't, they just didn't get Secret Invasion right. I don't know if it was the director. I don't know if it was whoever was supervising, if Kevin Feige was just being, like, is just being too lax now and not putting enough attention into what's going on. He's got so much happening. I don't know. I just, I don't know what, 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 what went wrong behind the scenes, but. I definitely something did for at least in like at least in my eyes. I don't know. I just I wasn't crazy about this and I mean just we've, so we haven't even gotten through half the episode yet and I just we're already just having this I just needed to vent about all this to be honest with you. Yeah, it if they listen to the reviews, someone's getting fired for this because I don't I don't know anything that has caused this much of a letdown. I think Love and Thunder was assumed it would be a letdown, which it was, but because of who the director was, he puts too much of himself of his comedy in it and <laughs> ate him. But this was the one that everyone was like, it's going to be dark. It's going to be gritty. It's what we've always been needing in the MCU. It's going to set the tone. It's going to change things. And then it blows. <laughs> it's like... It doesn't it doesn't make sense because I feel like it started so strong and halfway through it, it kept getting strong. And then it just went downhill so fast. I don't understand that at all. I know. And you don't realize how downhill it goes until you get to the end result and you're like, Oh my god, I got excited for nothing. Yeah. Just I'm insulted. I'm offended. I know. Me too. Too. But speaking of blowing up in your face, let's talk. Let's like move on to the roadie <laughs> reveal and that whole situation with roadie, aka Scrody, aka Rava the Scroll. Um, when she is just like verbally assaulting this random military woman who is just trying to help and tries to sway the president to attack Russia, and the president's just sitting there like, oh, okay, like you don't see the red flags, President Ritson, to like your trusted advisor just like blowing up at someone like i mean i don't understand there was so much to unpack with the roadie reveals for this episode i mean what did you think of everything 
I think it was trash that they didn't at least give us some backstory on Rava. Because she's a, she's a character in the comics. He could, could have given us something. But I, as soon as they moved past that, I was like, yeah, Rob is dead. Um, that whole scene was weird. It all, everything that had to do with Rhodey was weird. But of course it is. I will say Don Cheadle nailed I know. this role. Because he's trying, he's pretending to be someone who's trying to pretend to be him. That in itself is wild. Absolutely. But it, yeah, it, all of it was just very, very odd. Uh, I'm surprised the president didn't yeah. catch on sooner that that was not Rhodey because that was not Rhodey behavior. It's not the Rhodey we know and love. I thought it was really cool when they <laughs> shot Rhodey. Or I know. Rhodey. I really like that Me part. Too. But then I was like, what if he's actually dead? What if he's like, what if they change and just, I wasn't that lucky. It wasn't that scandalous. I know. Whatever. What did you think? I, I don't know. I feel like. The president finally catching on, um, finally, I don't know what else to say to that. I feel like I would have noticed some weird stuff happening, um, like, a while back with just how forceful he was with, like, trying to get the president to do things. They never really addressed what Rhodey's position was, like, in the president's cabinet. Is he just, like, an advisor? Is, like, I don't, I don't, I didn't really get that. Um, but I think it's just crazy how, you know, at the end... We we see all the humans being liberated from the from the scroll cocoon things, and Rhodey's there still in his hospital ground from Civil War. I mean, that was nuts to me because Civil Civil War in the MCU took place like eight or nine years ago. So what he's just been chilling there for all that time, like in his hospital gown, like absorbing all that radiation from the nuclear power plant, like exactly they're not washing him like he's got still got no hair like it's just like he's he'd probably be like there's disgusting. no beard yeah yeah there's no yeah in his legs what about his legs there's yeah. just a heel and yeah they didn't die from radiation poisoning you if i can okay i'm not a writer i'm not a genius but if i can see that plot hole coming why didn't you guys exactly it makes me wonder, like, were the writers just sitting there in the room just, like, putting stuff down and nobody bothered to, like, actually do any due diligence, like, look up what happened in the past, like, anything? Because it, from the way they they did it, and if he was taken after Civil War, um, he he's, we're going to get a roadie for Armor Wars that, number one, has not made peace with the fact that he's paralyzed. He is just yeah. freshly happened to him. He has no idea yeah. his friend died. He has no idea... Mm. Like anything yeah. has happened. I mean, it's just it's it's wild, and I, I I truly believe that Armor Wars is now that we have a clearer picture of Rhodey's journey and where he's at. I truly believe Armor Wars is going to turn into a story about Rhodey trying to get his armor back from the Scrolls, who probably have it like hidden, and they have all this Stark tech after impersonating him for all these years, and he's going to have to well, try and clean that up. Yeah, and it's also going to be him trying to become war machine with paralyzed legs and going through this depression because his friend just died it's this mm. was was my real question is was this episode written by ai i know <laughs> because it feels like you, it yeah because you guys gave us such it wasn't even a basic plot <laughs> like not the, the last two episodes should have been one full finale you know, that should have been one, two full episodes because both, it was just like an episode cut in half. 
mm-hmm. time wise and content wise. Yes. But this this makes no freaking sense. Like, how long has Ross been there? Yeah, that's another one. That's another good point too. I mean, Ross. Who knows how long he's been there? Who knows if the Ross we've we've seen? I mean, they took Rhodey during Civil War. Ross made his first appearance during Civil War. So, oh, I don't know. Could be. Son of a gun! I didn't realize that. I mean, they're gonna have to just with those things alone that we just mentioned. They're gonna have to explain a shit ton of different plot holes and make explanations for things because. They're going to have to be like, oh, well, the scroll pods protect them from radiation. Maybe the scrolls like manicured the them while they were, you know, hibernating and <laughs> cut their hair and clean them. Like, because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And like, they've been know. so inactive for years. How are they able just to get up and walk? Yeah, that's another thing. That's another good point you like, made. Come on. Like, this, I understand it's a fantasy show. But Marvel is about the details. Always. That has been their thing. That's what they do. And this didn't feel like Marvel to me. It and didn't. I'm mad it didn't. Just. <sighs> Unless this whole show is just like a prank and the real secret invasion is starting next week. I don't know. But. <laughs> oh, my I God. Don't know. Imagine. Oh, that would imagine? that would turn things around if Marvel was like, "Ooh, I was just kidding. That wasn't the finale. Here's episode seven. I would be like, "Whoa!" But I don't. I don't know. There's nothing leading me to believe that that's what's gonna happen. I mean, I know the Secret Invasion Twitter accounts were were tweeting. Not everything is as it seems. So it's like, but I don't know at this point. I, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, clearly, it is because we all guessed the show. We guessed what was gonna happen. Like. We were like, there's no way they're not, they're just gonna, they're gonna stay dead. And, you know, he's just gonna get on his little spaceship and go back to, go back to space. Yeah. He did. And we, all of us, every fan, I'm sorry, guys, but we all were reaching for six weeks. Yeah, we and all that's were. That's what sucks. Cause we're like, oh, she's Abigail Brand. Oh, Nick Fury's a scroll who's not a freaking scroll. This person's a scroll. This person's coming back. We've been reaching and coming up with 10 times the better plot line. And then they gave us that. It was like, give us the mad libs of it. We'll make a better show. I know. This just bananas. I just can't believe it. I really, I can't, I'm still in disbelief. And I feel like I'm wearing black today because I'm still in mourning over Secret Invasion. (laughs) I I swear, I I did this on purpose. Um, I really... Like, I, it put me in such a bad mood for the rest of the day on Wednesday. Like, I was in such a foul mood. And it's only, like, like slightly, like, you know, lifted my spirits just getting away, like, as time has passed. But I just, I, I knew been... something was weird because you said slightly more curse words than normal. And I was like, <laughs> oh, bad day at work. Or... And I, I didn't piece together. It was because of the show. <sighs> but I was like, oh, Okay. It's That's just, a Thursday or Wednesday. That the chain reaction of Secret Invasion disappointment just set me off for the day. I mean, honestly, though, I would say if Marvel were to like just drop an episode seven and just like and it just be a surprise, I think that would be the only thing that could <laughs> save the show and just be like, oh, just kidding, Maria Hill is not dead. Oh, you know, just kidding. Um, this and this is really what was going on. And oh, just kidding, Mick Fury really is the smart guy we all thought he was and was planning things behind the scenes. But no, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. I'm not even getting my hopes up because that's what's happened the last five weeks and <laughs> it clearly didn't pay off. 
So I don't it's, know. I mean, I just feel like this this just did so much for the MCU, like and changed so many different things. Like now the president is like calling for a, a war on all non-Earth life forms, and that is just wild to me. Bro, I, mean, I don't know. I don't think he understands. That's a, that's a fraction of the population. Yeah. There's a lot of people living with you that are not people. You don't want that smoke. And it was such a weird thing for them to do in the show. Because well, that doesn't set up anything because Thaddeus Ross is going to be president. Yeah. So what does that mean? Are we, are we watching a different timeline? Is that what it is? <laughs> Like, Megan's even reaching for the multiverse now. <laughs> and I hate I hate the multiverse, but it's like, is that it? Cause if they if they came out and said this actually happened in 10942, I was like, oh, okay, well thank you for wasting my time on that. But like, cool. Glad that didn't happen. I know. But this makes makes no damn sense. No, I no sense. I, I don't understand, like, the, you know, the whole thing with the president, I mean, he was pissed. I, I understand. I mean, he, he thought Rhodey was his advisor. It was a scroll. He let someone get that close to one of the most powerful individuals on this planet and, made, you know, influenced him calling the shots. So I get why he was pissed. I get, you know, how everything was going down. But I mean, what about, you know, the peaceful aliens, like the people in New Asgard? I mean, how will yeah. this affect them? Are they safe because they're mostly humanoid and they're not, like, green? I mean, why didn't Fury even ever mention them at all throughout this whole series? He had plenty of opportunities to mention, you know, like, when him and Talos were fighting on the train that day and they were talking about, you know, the, like, how there's a million scrolls on the planet. And they're like, humans don't even get along with their own, you know, how are they going to react to an alien species living amongst them? And I'm like, well, what about the people of New Asgard? I mean, is it because they maybe stay in their own little colony? I mean, it just, it, in Wakanda Forever, it was shown on the news ticker during Anderson Cooper's scene that he just, that President Ritson had signed agreements with the new Asgardians. So it's like for him to just do this and like wage war on anybody who's an alien, like what exactly does that mean? We saw a bunch of people dying. So I'm sure Megan was like thrilled with that. <laughs> but, and super graphically, I might nothing. add. It meant nothing to me. <laughs> Bullshit. Because, like, when I was watching, I was like, there's no way. There's no way. That was the end. That That's not it. Turns out it was it. Yeah. I swear, whoever wrote the show has never written a Marvel thing in their life. There's no way. Because I think they forgot about the new Asgards. Because that makes no sense. <sighs> Another thing. Yeah. And, and I want, it's, it makes sense. I want to know. I want to know who wrote this, which I could probably figure out pretty quickly, actually. But I want to know if they actually had anything to do with Marvel before this. Was this, say, our writers don't want to write for us, so we got to find someone else? Did AI write this show? That's what I want to know, and no one will ever give me that answer. Because I feel like AI wrote the show. I feel like AI had a hand in it. Because it had the AI intro. Exactly. So I think think (laughs) AI had something to do with it. That's why they're striking. Exactly, exactly. I mean, now that you bring it up, like, thinking back to, like, how innocent we were during episode one and people's biggest complaint yeah. was the AI intro, and I'm just sitting here now like, damn, that was the best part of the show. <laughs> I like the intro from the beginning. I was like, oh, this is so creative, and, like, I love the colors, and, like, I love how it's, like, warped, and I was really, the, the intro was, like, the best part. 
it did a better job of embodying the storyline than the freaking story did. It's crazy. We were so young and naive. I know. We didn't know. <laughs> different times, different times. God. We're changed people now. And oh my God. The olden days when we had trust and loyalty. God. Now every time something drops, I'm gonna be like, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. I've been burned. I have trust issues now, Marvel. Really, I do. Really, I do. I mean, it's just so much to unpack. And the fact that they like, I don't know. I just I, I don't even know how to put it into words. I don't know. Well, it's like, of course, we're still loyal, but it's like we've never you guys need to understand. We've never experienced this. Yeah, we like, OK, I hated Love and Thunder, but I was like, I could put all that blame on the director, which has worked really well for me so far. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, who am I to blame now? Not my beloved Marvel, but mm, I oh, it was it's it's been a confusing time. It's been a confusing two days. It has been. been right. It has been. We we we're recording this on Friday after the episode has premiered. But um, I I didn't love Love and Thunder. I didn't hate it as much as some. Um, but I feel like I got more from Love and Thunder and like, I liked more about Love and Thunder than I did about Secret Invasion now. Like, I, I just, I don't know what it was. Like there was just, it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I, I don't know if it was because it was six weeks of buildup, like waiting for like, yeah, like this is going to be good. This is going to be good. Really rooting for it. Really trying, really amping you, our listeners up for the show and like really getting you into it. And then it's We're just so like, sorry. <laughs> Like I don't know, I don't know. Maybe that's. What I it was. also think, I also think there's an extra sting because we get this as the strikes are going. So it's like you know, Marvel stuff is gonna be very scarce pretty soon. Yeah. So we're like, we have Secret Invasion though. Yeah, and it's like this is what Marvel chose to leave us with until. Loki season two in October. I mean, it's not it's even like, August yet. And this is what's going to be on our minds. The last thing we saw before Loki like that, like before we get our next dose of MCU, like this, that sucks. It's like, they're breaking up with us. I know. Like, that's what it feels like. Or that we're breaking up with them. That's what it feels like, but not really. We still love the MCU. We still love, yeah, we still love them, but it's like, we get it now. We've always been trying to find the positive in things like, it's okay you didn't like it. We understand. I mean, but we did. We like this part and this part. This is new for us, guys. So please understand we're just as confused. I know. It's, it's new okay. emotions. It's new emotions. It's, yeah. It just not very fair. It was a little, a little rude of Marvel, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, as far as, like, going back to President Ritson, I, I really, I had theorized he was going to die in this because it would have just made sense considering that. Yeah you know, Harrison Ford's taking over as president. Um, but I guess yeah. not. I guess he lives to see another day. I think definitely what we're going to see is that Ooh. he's going to get assassinated by aliens or does, or maybe his lack of popularity makes him lose like the reelection and he, and Harrison mm -hmm. Ford wins. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who knows, but let's see. I'm, I'm just, I'm still in a, in a tornado of, of secret invasion emotions. So I don't know. Yeah, we're all just we're going through the motions. 
moving on to the whole room of bodies that we saw, the the, the room of dormant humans that we saw in the whatever scroll, scroll bunker. I mean, I definitely think there was supposed to be more to that room. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you if you watch the episode, like a couple interesting things that I saw, um, kind of tying into what I talked about earlier with um, this being re-edited after having the release date adjusted to before the Marvels. Um, that room, I think, was supposed to play a bigger part. And there were supposed to be more scenes taking place there. Uh, and if yeah. you noticed, interestingly enough, with <clears throat> Priscilla, Fury's wife, you see her starting the episode. It looks like she's, like, packing up to leave her house. Like, she's getting ready to go. She wants to get out of there. Like, after that whole fight with Gaia, understandable, I get it. And then later on, you see Fury come home, and she's still there. It's like, she she had bags. Like, why is she still chilling there? Like, she was supposed to leave. Like, something didn't make sense editing-wise with that. Maybe that was a reshoot. I, mean, I don't know what it was. But, I mean, it just kind of ties into the fact that I feel like in so many trailers and scenes we expected to see, um, like the Gaia Priscilla scene that took place in that, you know, that body room or whatever you want to call it, the basement, they re-edited mm-hmm. for the Marvels. And I think the show suffered from all of that. I think that that might be one of the reasons why so many things are just disconnected, which really sucks. It was like they didn't want to delay one more thing. So they edited it out and then just kept it moving. They are like, oh, they'll be okay. They'll be fine. They won't be mad. We're mad. So Yeah, I'm mad. I am. Yeah. I am mad. I am mad. (laughs) But I mean, Olivia Coleman was incredible in this episode again. Yeah. She's just and she turns out she was not a scroll. And it looks like I don't want to jinx it because I have trust issues now. But it looks like we will be getting more Fallsworth in the MCU at some point. I think so too. I think definitely it looks like um, Olivia Coleman's recruiting Gaia, who I'm surprised mm-hmm. Val didn't get to Gaia first. She's the recruiter around here, but who knows? Um, so that should be really interesting. Let's see how that all plays out. I'm excited to see where that goes too. I love Olivia first Coleman. Of all, Gal, Val is the Kmart version of Fallsworth. I don't <laughs> care. She, Fallsworth is the gold standard, and I would go to battle with that woman. Yeah. Like, I'll do whatever she tells me to. I don't care. She's, she's, she's freaking Mary Poppins with a gun. Yes. She is. is. She's the damn general that I would follow into battle, for sure. She knows what she's (laughs) doing. She knows what's cooking. She, I mean, she, she brought it, and she's not afraid to get her hands dirty. I respect the hell out of her. I wish she was real, because I would follow that woman to the end of the earth. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess Priscilla, she wrote a book about the genetic research on the human body. So the superhuman gene, and you can see it on the, on the wall mm-hmm. in the fourth episode. And it has a giant X on the back. It's like a big uh, poster uh, frame thing. And I was like, X-Men? Is that where we're going? And then the president made that huge speech. And I was like, okay not gonna get my hopes up but like you're kind of setting up something there yeah i mean it seems kind of like um i mean i know at the end we see fury going back to saber he's going back up to his space station um and then priscilla ends up joining him at the end and she does mention having work on earth you know that she needs to get back Mm -hmm. to at some point i mean could this be the genetic research easter egg could it be an x-men nod i mean could that feed into that i think that would be amazing and super cool but I'm not getting my hopes up. I've learned my lesson, so I don't know. Man, 
my dumb self assumed she was like a realtor or something like some normal a realtor <laughs> yeah it turns out she's like writing about the x-men and she's just doing the most as a scroll slash human but i thought she was like maybe she's like a realtor so yeah. that's what was in my head the entire time turns out it was not true yeah. so fury goes back to saber with priscilla now vera because mm. she wants her to be shown in her her home skin yeah her home look her own skin. so to to answer your question gaia yeah they now do it with her and her own skin yeah he was sucking on those green lips let me tell you they he were... went too far there man i was like oh my god nick fury they kiss very passionately what is you doing baby yeah it was a lot and i was like there's this no way that show was a lot and i like that was one positive takeaway i will i will say um the fact that they weren't afraid to sh like to show the graphic content they weren't afraid to show people like kissing passionately they weren't afraid to show like the like kind of you know, borderline gory deaths, like people getting shot in the head and, you know, all this different stuff. I just think, I think that the purple blood is really what freed them to be able to show more of it because I think that when it's red, like the television association of ratings and all that, they kind of come down on them. But then again, for streaming, yeah. there's different rules. So I don't know, but I, I definitely didn't like the fact that they stepped up in that respect. It gives me high hopes for more mature titles that we're getting, um, soon like daredevil but, punisher like, and all that so i don't know that was another thing that they just didn't have to do the scrolls blood is green so like i don't think these people have anything to do with marvel yeah i don't know the, the whole scroll blood thing was weird because some of them had red some of them were purple i don't know that was weird yeah yeah so you could have just kept it green and made it easy but whatever I guess I'm not the professional here. Neither are they. I guess. That takes us to the end of the episode where there was no credit scene. The very Ugh. least. Okay. That felt like a slap in the face because the very least you could have given us was an end scene. Yes. Show us something we couldn't find in the show or show them setting up for the Marvels or Armor War or Brave New World. But you gave us nothing and I swear to God I took that personally. I did too. I was super pissed about it. Um, it's really annoying <laughs> when they do this and then they like come and say, oh, they're they're trying to be slick to prove a point to the audience. Okay, no. Um, I hate that. First of all, Nick Fury is literally the king of post-credit scenes. He has his yeah. origins and most of his like appearances in post-credit scenes. So it's like, why would they think it was a good idea to have a Nick Fury show without a fucking post-credit scene. I was so pissed. And I, that was the thing I was waiting for the most. I was like, okay, maybe the post-credit scene won't have this make sense. Maybe, like, I was like, this is my last, like, the last straw that I'm grasping at. Maybe <laughs> there will be something to redeem. And there was yeah. nothing. I was, I mean, like, God, even Loki, which didn't have a post-credit scene, at least had a season two tease or, like, an announcement. They know we wait for that. It was an insult yeah. to injury, in my opinion. And... Honestly, I was talking to one of our members named Dion um, of Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. He was in our community chats earlier, and, and he said, Marvel trained us to sit through the credits, and this is how they repay us. At least the gaffers and grips get acknowledgement from the audience now. I mean, he has such a point. That's how they've conditioned us to, like, uh, to wait for that post-credit scene, like to give us that little cherry on top, either to wrap it up or just to give us a little something extra. 
and I, they didn't even give us like Nick Fury will be back in the Marvels. Like they didn't give a shit. I was so mad. So so much so that other movies and franchises do that now. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, that's such a good point, and that makes me so mad. Dion just changed my whole day because they really did. I feel gaslighted. Oh I yeah. I know that's like. I, I, I get it's dramatic, but it's like, I feel gaslighted a lot. You can't just give me a post-credit scene for over 10 years of my life, multiple times, and then give me a, in my opinion, a sad excuse for a secret invasion show and not even give me a post-credit scene. Yep. That, that's rude. And you're gaslighting. And I just want to have a talk with whoever made the show. I just want to talk. Yes. Because let us talk to you. Come on our show and let's get down to what the fuck just happened. Because I want to know what too. What happened? So I think we have some comments from our members about the show. So comments from our Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped group members about their views on the show as a whole. The first one, Colin said, It's mid to me on the lower end of MCU content. Had a cool premise but didn't do enough with it, which was underwhelming. Fury's story arc was unnecessary and the villain was underwritten. The series had some lackluster writing. And I just have to agree with, with Colin. I think that yeah. he's totally right. It's crazy. Nailed it. Nailed There's it. nothing else to say to that. Nailed it. Nope. Moving on, Oliver said, Good performance and one-on-one -on -one character moments, but the overall story and the finale do not measure up for me. Seems like we're seeing a pattern here, I guess. Oliver gets it. Yeah. Dylan comments, While I can still find a little enjoyment in the show, I think I can easily say this is my least favorite MCU project and I had such high hopes going into it. Same. <laughs> Same. Same. I mean, not my least favorite. Least favorite show, for sure. Yeah. I think this this definitely goes to the bottom of my list and I, I i will say i agree i, I had such high hopes for this and th there was they had so much to work with that they just didn't it just drives was, me nuts there was so much source material that they were just like no we're good they're like we're just gonna give six episodes like you could have given more i i don't know what went wrong with this and it's it's like hard to even find like to pinpoint it because it just doesn't make any sense it, it, it truly just completely threw me I mean, I just, I can't believe, like, Kevin Feige wasn't more hands-on with this. And, like, because he, if anybody would have known that this show was crap, it would have been Kevin Feige. Like, he, he knows. He knows that this stuff isn't good. Why isn't he, you know, is he spread too thin? Like I said before, are they, are they trying to put out too much? And maybe that's why they should scale it down a bit? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Or are they just pushing all this kind of, like, just going through it just to get to like the mutants and the fantastic four because it's like now it does kind of seem like they're just all right we promise we give it to them just give them something you you know we'll watch it but you also know when we're mad we're our loudest yeah so there's no way kevin watched this and said that's good he was probably Ooh, like, so oh. solid loved it yes love all these yeah. inconsistencies and oh yeah i love it so good like i can't picture him doing that like did he even watch the show before it was released because no it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like he did i hate to say First that because all, i love kevin feige but it, it just doesn't feel like he put any effort into it i like amelia clark so much so mm -hmm. so so much my own daughter's name is amelia first of all so we have that connection. <laughs> that's true yeah so 
you're about to tell me that you did that to her, like, welcoming into the MCU? That's what you did? Yeah. That's the show you gave her? That's just... <sighs> I just... I feel like... We're not okay. We're not okay. We are not. This time we mean it. We are not okay. I, th- I just feel um, that... It, like, what you said earlier about the mutants and, you know, and Fantastic Four... I really hope that they aren't doing that because they spent so many years getting us to this point. And now that they have the Fox properties back, that would be really shitty of them to just be like, oh, well, screw whatever we just, you know, all these years that we spent building up this cinematic universe. Let's just, you know, make crap until we can get to the X-Men. You know, that would be so awful. And I would hate that so much. It would just it would it would truly turn me, I think. I I really hope that that's not the case. Or they're just giving us some terrible content so when the marvels show up all the haters can you know the the normal suspects of haters can be mm. like well it was better than secret invasion i because that's well you that's i mean it doesn't matter what happens in that movie now it'll be better than secret invasion i know i i just i hope i hope it is i, I really because this kind of scared me when i saw how this was leading into the marvels and this is what they left us with like this, and and the fact that the scrolls are supposed to be, you know, involved in the conflicts of um, Captain Marvel to an extent, um, just crazy. I don't even know what to say, to be honest with you. Just this is like the one time I will believe a Rotten Tomatoes score, yes. which Rotten Tomatoes gave a thirteen percent on the finale. Yikes! Thir- all thirteen of that percent. All they gave, I promise you, was that Super Scroll fight that probably lasted 13 seconds. So, that's my shade of the day. I'm still flabbergasted. I'm still processing. And I I will eventually watch it again just, like, to fully understand what the hell happened in that finale. But I... Yeah. I don't know. I'll probably watch it again before the Marvels. But, I mean, I'm not going to be happy about it. Exactly. There you go. That's exactly what I meant to say, Megan. Good job. All right, guys, we have spent this entire time in therapy session, and we appreciate you hanging on this long because we realized we had a lot to say. We're going to move on to tea time with Max and Megan to finish us out. Yes. So starting with everyone has heard about the upset there has been about Foggy not being involved in Daredevil Born Again. Well, we may have been some information on that. A Twitter user was trashing the show, tweeting, no Karen, no Foggy, no thanks. And Vincent Dionafrio, who plays Wilson Fisk, tweeted back a response saying, patience, patience. So take that, take that what you will. Yeah, take that as what you will. I, I love Vincent Dionafrio, and I, I, I like that he's always kind of like, he doesn't play the usual coy that a lot of act- actors do when they're asked about Marvel Um he no, he kind of not. he gives you a little something, but he still remains spoiler free, and I really appreciate that about him. And he's done it a few times, and I I love him. I love him as Kingpin. I really hope Daredevil. This Secret Invasion scared me so much, but I I'm really hoping that Daredevil Born Again is good. <laughs> I'm I'm really crossing my fingers. I just I believe nothing anymore. So I know I'm a changed person. <laughs> <laughs> We came out on the other end of this, totally changed. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. We'll we'll be there to to talk about it in any case and we hope you guys will just stick so with you guys us know, we're listening. still 
we're still non-toxic. We're just going through it right now. We're like, we're still yeah. like focused on positivity, but we're, you know, just let us go through the motions. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think we were too yeah. bad. We didn't, you know, dog on it too badly. We're we're still keeping it light. I mean, we're we're just these are our personal opinions. These are how we feel. And we you know if if we had a, a podcast that was just totally positive, oh sunshine and rainbows, we love the MCU all the time. It, so it would boring. be so boring. You know. Plus so. it was like our first time discussing it, so we're hyping each other up. Yeah. This yeah. is a long episode, It'll... so thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> Thank you guys. You're amazing. So now for some juicy pieces of news. Craven the Hunter has had a release date change from October 6, 2023 to August 30th, 2024. I I can't believe this. I'm so outraged because I was excited for Craven in a couple months and now it's going to be an entire over a year? What? Well, so there it's because of the strikes and because it's going to be released early October, there's not going to be any way they can do a promotional tour or a press tour. So they had to push it because there's no way the strike's going to end before then because negotiations are in fall. So that's what they had to do. And I think it could still be delayed if these strikes keep going. Yeah. So I think they're banking on it ending in fall. I hope so, because, I mean, God, it was bad enough. We I feel like we were just getting on track after COVID. Like, they were finally, they had just done their last shuffle of release. Everything was set. We were on a good path. Everything was releasing. Yeah. And now it's like, oops, nope, writer's strike. Ha-ha. <laughs> Delayed another God, year. God. God, it's going to have the COVID effect. Yeah. It's going to have the COVID effect. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Oh, God, this is a rough it, time it for me. So here's some more news. Beyond the Spider-Verse has been removed from Sony's release calendar and is expected to get a new date in the coming weeks. When it does, we will let you know. Yes. Yes. That's another one that's being delayed. But that one, I will say, I, I kind of had to expect it because when they announced that it was coming out a year after the last one, after the, the, the middle film that just came out across the Spider-Verse took like four years yeah. to come out. Yeah, there's no way. That just seemed like a little bit of a rush. And I honestly, I'm kind of happy about it because it gives them more time to make it truly amazing. Like, we've had a good beginning. We've had an incredible middle. And now let's really bring it on home, Sony, please. Like, don't disappoint yeah, us. Yeah, they really they really have to nail this one. So take as much time as you need. Make it perfect. Just make sure I'm still alive for when you release it. That's I all I ask. My God, I know. <laughs> And that's a wrap on Mediaverse Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Starting in August, our exclusivity deal with Facebook slash Meta is ending. So we will be posting our video podcast footage on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok for your enjoyment. Make sure you are following us on all of those channels to stay up to date on the latest. To those of you who may listen to us on Stitcher, as a reminder, the Stitcher app and website, including the Stitcher Premium service, will end operations on August 29th, 2023. Please feel free to listen to us on Spotify, where we host our show mainly, but it is available wherever you stream podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram at his name is Max. And you can follow me on Instagram at Megan the Gangster. Join our non-toxic Facebook group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Follow our public Facebook page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere else at MediaverseCU. 
Our new episodes premiere Tuesdays on Spotify. Thanks so much for tuning in and sticking with us through this long episode. And goodbye for now. Mmm, ice cream is so good. Ha <laughs> ha.